안녕하세요, 여러분, and welcome back to another episode of K Top Ten. It's Elizabeth here, and y'all know that time of the month. It is not period time, but it is special of the month time. Yay! And I know I'm not sure if any of you checked our calendar in the beginning, but. I had to change specials. Well, not really last minute, but I was thinking about it because school's getting busy, and the one special that I had planned for this month was really big. But at this time, I'm super busy, and I can only do this special because it can be done in parts, which I prefer it to be. So you'll get another taste of this in the future. And for the original plan for our original special for this month, it will be done. Do not worry. We're just trying to sort things out with our schedule right now, and hopefully everything goes fine within the next few weeks. We will give announcements, so just a heads up to everyone to look out for that. Anyways, um, so yeah, I haven't told you what you guys what the special is, you guys. I'm so sorry. It is. The '90s hits, part one. Part one. So yes, we're gonna get another part in the future. Not in the near future, but maybe next year or so. Cause we have a lot of specials planned for you guys, and we want you guys to, you know, get a taste of every single decade. I guess you could say, cause we're in the decade of the 2010s. This one is focused on the 1990s, cause you know this is how K-pop started. It's pretty important that we listen to this era because it's a really good era, and they had a lot of really great music. And I know that a lot of K-pop listeners are not aware of this music, and I'm just putting this out, putting this out there for you guys. So yeah. Anyways, let us begin with the countdown. At song number one, we are going to start in a very upbeat and dancing mood. With dance with DOC by DJ DOC. So this group debuted in 1994, and they've had their share of、uh, controversies and stuff. But this group was able to make it through. They were also one of the million album sellers back in their day, which is really cool because we don't get that many.、Um, Within the, well, actually no, we do get a lot in this decade, but in the '90s it was pretty rare for people to get millions. So, I mean, to sell millions. So yeah, dance with the OC. Let's go.
We got an iconic song for you. <laughs> it is Candy by H.O.T., also known as High Five of Teenagers. So I don't know. Well, actually, I was about to say, I don't know how this group came up with the name, but apparently they were targeted. Their songs were mainly targeted to, targeted to teenagers. And they were all teenagers at the time, and it's five-member group, so hence the name High Five of Teenagers, I guess. If that made any sense to you guys, hopefully it did. <laughs> um, so yeah, this group debuted in 1996, and as you know from the last special, they were highlighted in the show Reply 1997. Awesomeness. And also, earlier I was saying how DJ DOC was a million seller. H.O.T. is also a million seller, but they were the first to become mil- a million seller in K-pop, and that's pretty big in that time, yeah. Especially because at that time, Korea was having a financial crisis, so it's pretty cool to know that they were, they became a financial seller, I mean, not a financial seller, <laughs> A million album seller within this time. So yeah, go HOT. Anyways, Candy, one of their really iconic songs, even though it's not that appropriate in lyrics, I guess you could say, but it was a it was a really good song that teenagers could relate to at the time. And yes, they they tar- they were able to target their audience very well with this song. Anyways, 
Let's go.
This is a this name is actually in German, which means six crystals, and it really fits the group because they do have six members, and they are all technically crystals in their group. Yes, it's a very nice name, very nice meaning. Um, this group debuted in 1997, um, and you may know some of the some of the members right now. So, um, Unji Wan, he's a solo artist now. Um, what's his name? There's also I forgot his name, but there's one guy in that group who's also known for his robot acting. So yeah, I think you know what I mean. It's like um, I think his famous line is "Kunchana" and then something else. That scene is with um, Yura of Girls Day. So I hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about with this guy. Hold on. How about this? I will check who it is and I'll get back to you guys. Give me a second. Okay, alright, second over. His name is Jang Suwon. So if you want to look out for him, he's your guy. <laughs> so yeah, um, the way this guy lives. So this choreo, the choreo for this song was pretty iconic because it was sort of like their, um, how do you, it looks like they're, really jumping high in the sky like they're breaking the sky I guess you could say I don't know they're really jumping high <laughs> anyways it's a really upbeat song and it's very catchy so yeah hope you guys like it it's like one of their most famous songs today uh yeah so anyways enjoy <laughs>
guy. Turbo! Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry guys. Um, so yeah, uh, Turbo. I think you all probably know one of the main members, which is Kim Jong-kook, aka Sparta, or the commander of Running Man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, they, this duo, this is a duo group, they debuted in 1995, um, and they were known for their dance music. Um, and we're up against another group called Duh during their debut period. And by Duh, I mean like two in, in French. If you guys didn't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I never knew, like, from watching, from watching Running Man, I never knew at first that Kim Jong-kook could have been a singer. Because if you see his buff build, you can't, no, you cannot. And plus his voice is like, ah, it's up here. He's known for his mosquito voice, which is really really interesting so yeah when i knew he was like an idol back in the day it was like wow awesomeness i need to check this out and he's also he also has like his own um solo songs as well ever since the group debuted so if you still want to follow i mean not debuted ever since they disbanded so if you want to follow him you can follow him he's still active in the music scene he hasn't released i think since last year correct me if i'm wrong but yeah anyways twist king very dancey song uh, let's go <laughs> <laughs>
Because girl groups were there weren't that many girl groups that debuted within the 90s and like were super popular back then, which is unfortunate. Because there are a few that debuted within the 90s that deserve some recognition, especially like there's one group that debuted like in 1999, which is As One, but they were very late. So I don't know. Maybe we'll include them in the next special. We'll see. Anyways. The girl group that I will be talking about for this, for number five, is Finkel with Forever Love. So, um, Finkel, you're thinking, what is this name? Why is it so weird? Their name is, stands for, um, Fan Killing Freedom. Is it Fan Killing Freedom? Um, give me a second. Oh, sorry, no. Sorry, I meant fan killing liberty. So, yeah, I know what you guys are thinking. It's a really weird name for a group, right? But apparently, it was this name for the group was selected by a poll of young people by the record company before the group, you know, debuted and stuff. And it's and the group in total stood against the oppression, quote-unquote, the oppression of all freedom. So, that's a really interesting meaning to it. And, um, yeah, this group debuted in 1998. They were, um, one of the more famous ones. And you might know a member from there named Lee Hyori, aka Korea's, one of, like, K-pop's sexiest ladies out there, if you know what I mean. But yeah, anyways. Forever love. Let's go.
number six? Number six. Number six. <laughs> At number six, we got Tell Me featuring Um Jung Hwa by Jinu Shan. So this duo debuted in 1997. And Jinushan is not a weird name. Apparently, it's both of the members' names put together in one name. So one number, one member is Jinu, the other one is Sean. <laughs> Pretty simple, right? Um, yeah, I said when they debuted, and they are also known to be one of the pioneers of hip hop music in the country, aside from one time. And both of them are under YG Entertainment. So yeah, interesting. YG is really really debuted um, hip-hop music into the scene. Interesting, actually. Hold on. Yeah, I was right. I just wanted to, you know, make sure that I got the right information, you guys, because I hate to give you guys the wrong information. So, yeah. Um, I was introduced to the song through Running Man because one of the episodes, they chose three kids to give them the questions, which is like, well, questions as in the songs. So the running man had to guess the songs that the kids were performing and singing, which is really interesting. And the kid that um, performed this song, it was pretty shocking because he picked up the rhythm right. Well, it was just rapping, really. And um, the funny thing is that Jinu Sean, they were guests in that episode, but they didn't get their own song. So, ooh, drama. <laughs> Anyways, yay! Tell me, let's go. I'm not 
사랑을 이룰 수 없다면 만들 수 없다면 나는 그 아픔으로 미쳐버리거라면 알수 있겠니? 오 그렇다면 이제 그만 말려줘 나의 사랑을 이제 잃어버린 나의 사랑을 내 마음속 깊은 보석 같은 사랑을 네 앞에 있는 여기 나의 사랑을 Fly to the sky. So this group, this group, well, group, not group, duo, this duo debuted in 1999. And I know what you guys are thinking. This song is not from the 90s, but this is one of their most. I mean, this is one of their more famous songs. And also, it still technically counts as being the 90s because the group did debut within the 90s. So. You guys be the judge of that. So uh, yeah, this group was recognized for many types of music styles, but later on, um, within their music career, they settled for R&B and are recognized as the first ones to be a R&B group in South Korea. Yeah, that's really good. And also, I was actually introduced to this song um, through. Um, not recent, but like a past SM Town concert, because um, Dio of EXO and Q Hyun of Super Junior they did a cover of the song during the concert. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a beautiful cover! Like I cannot even. It was so good, and Dio was so good. Anyways, yeah, EXO feels. Sorry, guys. XOL, XOL, yeah. XOL right here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a really good song. And um, compared to like the SM Town cover and the original, I feel like I don't know. I just want Deal and not Brian, but his team member to do a cover. I mean, not a cover. A um, um, a song. Not a song. I want them to do this song together as like a collab. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, Juani. Sorry. Oh my goodness, I'm forgetting names. Wow, Juani. So I want Dio and Juani to, you know, make a co- collaboration with the song because both of their both of their singing voices are amazing. And I don't know. I think it, I feel like they would just click so well together. Anyways, missing you. Let's go. 
사람이라도 Tonight is just one night 너를 잃기 전처럼 널 가져가고 싶은 내 마음을 stands for the girls like first initials of their names but I know what you guys are thinking like why is it 
S-E-S, not B-E-S or E-B-S or S-E-B or whatever. Because one of the members' names is Bada. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. But um, her name in Korean, well, in English, means C. So yeah, that's why they're called S-E-S. So C, Eugene, and Shu. So this group debuted under SM Entertainment and they were recognized as the boy version of HO I mean not boy version, sorry. The girl version of HOT. Yeah. Um Yeah <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm like drawing a blank right now. This whole, you know, boy version or girl version of groups is actually pretty common theme within SM Entertainment to my knowledge because um, for T for DBSK their girl version was um, CJ CHJS to my knowledge and then Super Junior is the boy version of Girls Generation Shiny and then FX and I think I don't know, but yeah, that's that's. It seems to be a trend to like that in SM, SM Entertainment, so it's not really a surprise to me that it that SES is recognized as the girl version of it. But yeah, enough of my blabbering. Let's listen to this awesome song. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Sam? We open up the new chapter.
number nine, we got Usha, 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 Usha by Xinhua. So um, this group debuted in 1998, and their name Xinhua means legend in English. And actually, they I would say they're recognized as legends actually because um, this is actually one of the longest running K-pop groups. Even though they did have like their little hiatus in the middle, they've been together for like over a decade, I think. And a lot of idol groups like aspire to be this group because, sorry, um, a lot of groups disband like, or I think boy groups specifically they disband or like members leave before their five year mark, which is very interesting and very true actually if you've seen the trend with boy groups. So yeah, to see that Chinwa has like not changed their. Um, their members or they haven't disbanded to this day is very amazing to me. So yeah, go Shinwa!
sorry to leave you guys so early this week. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys for listening again. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed part one of the 90s hit song. Um, I will definitely bring this back in the future. Maybe you'll get Mary or Zealand to host it. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, so yeah, if you want to listen to more specials or just regular K-pop charts, visit our website at ktop10.org. And if you have a feel or are open to new or other music genres, sorry, it's not really new, um, you can go to our sister site, which is jtop10.jp, where they also play Japanese, well, also, sorry, they play Japanese music on that side. Um, and yeah, if you want to keep up with updates and stuff, you can do so through our website. You can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. If you want to find us on Twitter or Facebook, it's ktop10pod. Not too hard. Also, if you have any ideas for future specials that we should do, or um, if you have any song requests for our upcoming regular K-pop charts, send us an email through our website, or you can do so through Facebook and Twitter. Um, also, send us some feedback, too. We like that stuff also. Woot woot! <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, song number 10, our last song for this week, is called Woman on the Beach by Cool. So this debut, I mean, this group debuted in 1994, and they were one of the first mixed gender groups to debut in the 1990s. So by mixed gender, I mean the first, like, group that had boys and girls. But in this group, it was just two guys and one girl, to my knowledge. Um, so yeah, this group had, like, their... This group was also a million-seller group. They had, um, they were really famous around the time they released their album because, um, one, it was during the summer, and two, they had, their, their song had that really summery feel and was really catchy as well, and it's still famous to this day, which is not surprising. I actually think it's pretty catchy. So yeah, I hope you guys have an awesome week to come. Don't overstress yourself. Don't overwork yourself. Eat enough. And I will meet you guys in an upcoming episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take care, guys. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Excellent. And cool. I'm here. Summer's time.